Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 5, you will hear stories from our sixth collection, Curious Stuff. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. Picking Up the Pieces by Randall Jones When my grandmother died at 88 in 1981, I went with my father to the in-town home where he had moved his parents from their 40-acre Arkansas farm outside Forest City. The house was as simple as his parents' life together for 43 years and hers for another 16 alone. We walked around from room to room. He wanted to know if there was anything in the house I might want. What's this? I asked, pointing to a small table, roughly constructed, about 20 inches high, with an octagonal top, just right for a single potted plant. Oh, that's nothing, just a table I made in shop class in high school, said the man who graduated in 1942 and then went off to war and was so seriously wounded that my very existence as a baby boomer was a fluke. Nothing now sits in my living room, a place to lay whatever refuse of the day emerges from coat pockets emptied at the door. And this, I asked, pointing to a small round wicker basket-like thing with a removable wicker top. Oh, that's your grandmother's sewing basket. She kept her needles and thread in there. Dad opened the basket, staring into it, recalling. I remember when I was in high school, he continued. My mother made my shirts, but we couldn't afford buttons. When I came home from school, she'd take the buttons off the shirt I'd worn and sew them onto a clean shirt for me to wear the next day. Then she'd do the same thing the next night, too, all by the light of a kerosene lantern, said the man who grew up during the Great Depression. He got to the school, he said, by catching a rubber-tired wagon pulled by mules that took a load of kids to the highway where they could get on the school bus that ran along State Highway 1 at Caldwell. At his graduation, he remembered his parents arrived at the school ceremony by a mule-drawn wagon, the only ones. That's a lot of life to spill out of a small wicker basket, but it was all in there if you know how to listen. Below the basket on a shelf was a box of jumbled things. I rummaged through it, and there it was, a powder horn, I thought at first, or a signal horn, perhaps. In any case, it was a cow's horn with rawhide straps. The year 1847 was etched crudely on one side, and just as crudely, Davis on the other. What's this? I asked, excited by such a find. Don't know. I took the horn and the basket and the table. I knew my grandmother was from northern Mississippi, Slate Springs. A little research in the Calhoun County Courthouse record showed me where her family homestead was. I learned the adjacent neighbors were a Davis family. 
and from American history I knew the Mexican-American War was in full tilt in the late 1840s as America pursued its manifest destiny. So probably some member of the Davis family went off to that war and made it back with his horn, but who that person was to my grandmother, born in 1893, and how she came to have that horn is an unsolvable mystery. But we try. I located my grandmother's childhood homestead on a map and drove as close as I could get, stopping in the front yard of a house at the end of Passable Road. I could see the old road continue as an overgrown track from this yard with its scattering of rusted tractors. "'What you looking for?' came a small voice from a boy about eight years old. "'I'm trying to find an old farmhouse. Would it be okay if I walked down the road?' In a voice that poured out like molasses, he said, "'There's wild boar out there.' "'Saved my life,' he did." Uncovering your family history is not supposed to be fraught with such perils. So now I get to make up something. I have to decide if I want my teenage grandmother around 1910 getting the powder horn in trade for working on the Davis farm, or as a token of affection from that veteran's grandson, perhaps. Or maybe she got it passed along to her in a box of unknown items. Seems about right. I've got the stuff, I just don't have all the stories. So I'm picking up the pieces and doing the best I can, which is all any of us can do to make sense of lives long gone. And we would all do well to remember, as I was reminded, as we poke around in our family's past, there's wild boar out there, sometimes, but mostly just a lot of good stories we will never get to know because we've come to the end of Passable Road. Copyright 2022, Randall Jones. Randall Jones is an award-winning writer about the pioneer and Revolutionary War eras and North Carolina history. For 13 years, he served as an invited member of the Rhodes Scholar Speakers Bureau of the North Carolina Humanities Council. In 2013, the National Society, Daughters of the American Revolution, conferred upon him its National History Award Medal. He created the Personal Story Publishing Project and the companion podcast Six Minute Stories to encourage other writers. He lives in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of Six Minute Stories called Author's Talk. Thank you for listening to another Six Minute Story. You can read them all in the six anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next Personal Story Publishing Project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.